simply abundant, intuitive hour for overthinkers who are finally ready to move from their heads to their hearts for more connected relationships and a fulfilling life. Here's Tracy Crossley. Howdy. I am here once again for another podcast. And this one is a Friday podcast. It's number 260. Wow. I can't believe that I've done 260 episodes. So here's a deal. And this is, of course, another working title because I never have any idea what it's going to actually end up being. It's hard to be consistent, especially when you want to be a victim. Yep. Pretty tough title, right? Just get down to the nitty gritty. That's what I like to do. So when we often, we often, let me try that again. We often, (laughs) I don't know what I was trying to say. We often say, what do we say? We say we want to have a healthy, happy relationship. We want health and happiness all the fucking time, right? And we have no clue as to what that means. Because if we did, we would not be in a dysfunctional situation, period. So many of us often think it's the other person. If the other person is going to do what we want, then we are groovy. We are cool. But it doesn't work that way, right? We think whatever we feel has been done to us as though we had no choice. So we continue to put ourselves through this, don't we? I mean, I talk to people all the time that do this. And don't pay attention to what it is that's actually going on inside of us. As in, we don't see how consistent or inconsistent we are. We have no fucking clue. So we, though, even though we don't realize these things about ourselves and we think we're okay, we think we're the good one, we think we're fine, and we're the long-suffering victim in this situation, whether it's multiple relationships or you've been in a relationship where you feel this way, however you want to state it, okay? So you've been waiting, right, for somebody who's going to be consistent and open and vulnerable, somebody you could trust, right? And there you are living in your imaginary land because, frankly, you're not going to be able to do it any other way unless you look at yourself because it doesn't work that way. You have to be brave enough to step into it and to know that it starts with you. Yes, it does. Absolutely. So what would an example be? Well, How about this? You finally meet somebody who seems to be less dramatic, seems like they're cool, they're consistent, right? And they're different than anybody you've been with so far. And you think, wow, I don't know if this is boring or fun or I don't know what this is. This is just different. And on the one hand, I like it and I like this person. And on the other hand, there's no drama. So you don't know what to do with yourself. And so this person, of course, is not going to be perfect. They're not going to answer everything you've ever wanted in terms of making it safe for you and okay for you and in terms of opening yourself up okay that's still up to you and so you might find yourself still freaking out and still wanting to play the old games that you've been playing because that's what you do you punish them by not answering their messages or you ignore them or maybe even block them on the phone You do all sorts of things, and maybe they don't even have a clue that you've done this, but you feel so out of control because this person doesn't seem to be reacting and creating the drama that you're used to. They're being consistent, and you're being inconsistent, right? And so you just know you're totally triggered, and you want distance, and you don't know what to do with yourself, and you might have that fight-or-flight feeling. That makes you inconsistent. 
So there is no consistency to what you say you want and what you do. Your words and your actions don't match. Now, we will tell ourselves in a dysfunctional relationship that our words and actions match, but they fucking don't. Because I could be the long-suffering person, oh, poor me, look at me, and then I get triggered and I'm pissed because I've given my power away. And, and for some reason, I think this is going to make me happy. It's never going to make me happy. I am so in charge of what's going to make me happy. So you can keep doing the same cycle or you can realize that your anger and your resentment are coming from your own inconsistency. Yeah. Your feelings, whether it's, it could be sadness, it could be depression, it could be anxiety. All of those things are coming from your own inconsistencies, how you don't show up. So get a paper and pen so that you can write this down. You want healthy and happy, look in the mirror and be honest. You are inconsistent. You do things that create drama and problems. Ask yourself what you're afraid of. So I have a couple clients that I'm going to be talking about. It's probably more than the ones I'm mentioning because frankly, this seems to be a pretty hot topic in terms of the clients I have and people I talk to and other clients I've had in the past. So Here's the deal. I have a couple clients and they are both in different kinds of relationships. One is with her former attachment and the other one is with somebody who may or may not be completely emotionally available. But the thing is, is that they show up consistently and they don't waver. Like their words and actions match. Okay. So in each case, both of my clients want to run. So they keep making problems and decisions about what they can handle and what they can't handle. And they have this whole fear of the future because that's what people do is they live in the future for absolutely no reason because we're not there yet. So we're missing out on life here, but that's what they're doing. So in both cases though, they keep doing that and then make excuses for why they're not going to fully commit. And when you don't fully commit, you're completely inconsistent. And so... What's funny is that both of them have been asking for a committed relationship all the way along. And the problem is that they don't trust that this could actually be a person that they're going to commit to because they're still looking for that whole inconsistent drama game playing that they're used to. And they're used to it because it's what, you know, you get used to when you have a certain belief and you have certain patterns and you have certain stories. That's what the problem is for them. So, you know, with each of them, I have to address what they're doing. Like they make a lot of excuses about the other person. Well, this is wrong and that's wrong and blah, 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 blah. And then they don't have to commit. And then they can just, you know, do things like ignore the other person or play games or whatever. Okay. And the other person, again, is not really reacting because they're not even aware that half of this is going on. They're just like, hey, I tried to call you. You didn't answer. They're not like, oh my God, I tried to call you. They don't get like that. They're just not reacting so those buttons aren't going off right so anyway my clients keep making the choice to stick it out and to stay with somebody because they don't know what this is and they don't know what they're doing and they're really trying to learn about themselves and you know both of them which really is very funny one created a whole business that has consumed her and then the other one is creating a business and has other things that are constantly calling her away from her relationship. So it's really interesting how both people 
keep finding other things to sort of keep them emotionally distant from the other person and being inconsistent in how they show up, if they're open, if they're closed, all of it. And so they both need to have a sense of drama, okay? And the point is they create it all themselves. And so they're always wondering what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why am I doing this? And so obviously this is what I'm working with them on among many other things in terms of being empowered enough to not do this kind of stuff. So anyways, it feels safe to them because it's familiar, but yet because they're both shifting and growing, it doesn't feel quite as comfortable as it used to. So that brings me to the happy ending. Do they have a happy ending? Well, they do because both are still in these relationships. They didn't run like they would have both in the past. They are sticking it out because it's something different. But again, there's something they feel they can learn there. And they're realizing it's them and not the other person. They're not full of blame. They're like, shit, I am so inconsistent. Like when you really start to watch your consistency, that's, you know, their their answer is, geez, Louise, look at me. I am completely inconsistent. So they've been willing to ride the wild pony of discomfort, right? And that includes some pain and, like I just said, discomfort from the past. And they're recognizing their fucked up patterns and how this has come from childhood and how validation is what's basically kept them in this place of, oh my gosh, okay, I need the validation, but they're not getting the validation. They're still not getting the validation. They're getting different validation. It's really different when you're with somebody who's not inconsistent. But, but the deal is, both of these people were rescuers. They're just rescuer, 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 okay? And so they were all over the place in their lives. And so one thing they both have stopped doing is rescuing. And that is a happy ending because a lot of us rescue to get validation, like I just said. So it's like, great, no validation needed. I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable with not rescuing and having a partner to rescue because that's what I made the whole relationship about. It's actually about me having to grow and match my own words and actions. And that's what they're both doing. Call to action again. If you didn't get paper and pen the first time, let's do this. You want healthy and happy? Look in the mirror and be honest. You are inconsistent. You do things that create drama and problems. Ask yourself what you're afraid of. So why is this important? Well, (laughs) unless you like having drama and feeling like shit about your relationships, I'm thinking, I don't know, you might want to look at yourself and see what you create and what you actually choose. Yes, what you say you want means your actions, your feelings, and your words need to go in the same direction. It doesn't mean you have to get rid of fear altogether. This is the thing with all of this work, by the way, doesn't ever mean you have to get fear, you know, out of the driver's, well, you have to get it out of the driver's seat, but you don't have to get it out of the car because it still might be there. It's just that you have to have this motivation that's a little bit stronger than your fear. So it just means that you have to allow yourself to feel your feelings and to be open to love and consistent. Stop playing games. Okay? So here's the other part, right? And this goes back to, I know what you're thinking, of course, that you haven't met the right person or perhaps the dysfunctional relationship you're in is going to somehow work out when your partner grows up. Well, good luck to you with that. (laughs) You're going to be stuck there for a while because 
Nobody is going to change for you. People only change for themselves. So it's not about your partner. It's you. It's always you. Everything I talk about is always you. It is the only thing you can do toward empowerment. Everything else is disempowering. So as long as you want to look at the other person as the problem, you're going to be stuck. I'm telling you, it is the key. It's not like I'm like, oh yeah, go blame yourself. Woo! But when you take responsibility and you go, shit, the things I've been complaining about, about this other person, if you're in a dysfunctional situation, I better look at myself. Or I better look at why I'm not happy. Hello, it's you. It's always you. That's the good news because that means you can do something about it. So what are the tips? Well, number one, stop blaming and look at the other person as someone or something that needs to change. They don't, you do. Number two, you're going to need to take responsibility and not lie to yourself or tell yourself stories. You're going to have to be honest in what you're doing and in how you're doing it. Three, make sure you know you want something different. And that is going to require you to be different and see things differently. You have a very limited perspective on what healthy and happy is because it's based off of your past experiences or by observing other people. And that doesn't tell you shit. So your games and manipulation and all the things you do aren't going to give you a healthy, happy relationship. Ever. It's not about manipulating the other person. It's about being real. So this means admitting your shit. Number four. If you want to be happy, you have to choose it. So look at all of your actions. Are they happy actions or are they punishing? What are they? What are you doing? Get clear. Number five, again, look in the mirror. Feel the discomfort you have with taking responsibility and not playing games. Don't deny that it's there. Just feel it. Keep feeling your feelings. It's going to be the life changer. Okay. Here's that call to action once again, folks. You want healthy and happy? Look in the mirror and be honest. You are inconsistent. You do things that create drama and problems. Ask yourself what you're afraid of. You have a universal right. You can write this one down too. I never say that, but you can. You have the right to be miserable or happy as long as you want to create problems, drama, or punishment. You are on the road to continuing misery. Match your words to your own actions and stop blaming others. I don't have any uh, related podcasts at this point and uh, the recap, but uh, I will. (laughs) I do have an announcement about my Facebook Live. It is going to move on June 7th to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time instead of noon Pacific Standard Time. And if you're listening to this 10 years from now, that's in 2018. So (laughs) just know that June 7th, it's moving to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hopefully, that will allow a lot more people to be able to listen to it live or actually watch it live. So I want to thank you again for tuning in. If you have questions about this podcast, you can email podcast at tracycrossley.com. And if you have questions about it, I will try to answer them mostly on my Facebook Live. I don't mention your name or anything, so don't feel like that's going to be mentioned. And if you want weekly email reminders about this podcast, because some people want to be reminded, then just go to tracycrossley.com slash podcast to sign up. And if you want to get some good freebies, because we do offer them from time to time, please sign up on my regular email list, which is at tracycrossley.com. And you will get a plethora of all good fun stuff. And and of course, any announcements about anything new I have coming out. 
So, remember empowerment is about choosing you. If you want healthier relationships with the people in your life, make a conscious decision about how you interact with them. You can start now. Until next time, bye. To find out more about Tracy and her podcast, visit tracycrossley.com. That's where you can sign up for her newsletter or a discovery session. The website again is tracycrossley.com. Oh,